0: Coming up, more than 3,000 new jobs are being created for Universal Orlando, the son of Muppets creator Jim Henson has passed away, and a fire broke out at the journey of the Little Mermaid attraction in the Magic Kingdom. Plus, we talk about what it's like to be a cast member at Disney World. All that coming up. From the Bob Varley studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Diz Unplugged. Diz Unplugged. <laughs> This is The Diz Unplugged, episode number 679 for the week of February 18th, 2014. The Diz Unplugged is sponsored by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. You can receive up to a $1,000 shipboard credit on your next Disney cruise vacation when you choose Dreams Unlimited Travel. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show coming to you live from the Bob Barley studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, Sean Thompson, Craig Williams, Kathy Warling, Corey Martin, (laughs) and of course, our producer, Dustin West, back in the production nook. And before we get started, I I uh, I do want to give Dustin some props here. Um, some changes that have happened behind the scenes um, at the show over the last couple of months uh, would be pretty transparent, I think, to most of our uh, of our viewers and our listeners. Um, but uh, around the beginning of the year, with the first show of the year, actually, Dustin took over fully in the producer's role. And uh, right now, um, pretty much all the aspects of the show you're taking care of from uh, planning the segments every week. Uh, you put together my script for me. You're doing all the slides. Yeah. You're doing the, and this was like divvied up between like uh, Sean and Craig and and Dustin for a while, and I was helping out with certain things. Mm-hmm. And now we've just kind of dumped everything on him. And uh, I know there was much rejoicing uh, on this side of the table, um, but uh, I just wanted to give Dustin his props for that. That uh, he's been uh, he's been doing a great job, uh, kind of juggling all the all those balls
1: well well thank you i mean it's still a, it's still a very much a team effort um there's still a lot of other things that you know everybody contributes but yeah definitely um been taking on a lot more responsibility with it and it it's been fun i like it and yeah
0: because we hadn't we hadn't mentioned it so i wanted to make sure we kind of gave you that pat in the back cool thank you so all right in housekeeping this week first up uh just want to remind everybody to check out our youtube channel You'll find our Diz Unplugged videos as well as uh, many of the other great videos that we produce each week. Just search for WDW Info on YouTube or go to our show notes page, disunplugged.com, and follow the links from there. Uh, also, want to remind you to check out uh, the DizUnplugged fan page on Facebook. Uh, we're going to start doing some fun things there, and actually, we started doing some fun things already. Um, but you'll need to like our Facebook page. To participate, just do a search for the Diz Unplugged on Facebook or go to our show notes page, and you can find out about that. We did put a poll up. We're going to start doing weekly polls on the uh, uh, on our Diz Unplugged Facebook page and uh, giving out prizes randomly to people who respond to those, uh, to those polls. And uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about that later on. We're also going to be doing some contests on that page. So head over there uh, on Facebook, the Diz Unplugged fan page, like our page and uh we'll be doing some fun stuff so do that now oh the dogs are going and and there was a shadow man, man behind, behind you, behind you. <laughs> oh and there's yeah there's what well, we have we have workers at the house <laughs> right shadow man. But shadow that's, man. the shadow man is behind Ooh. me and, and the neighbors the neighbor's dogs are are barking so um i also want to make sure we remind everybody to check out the dis unplugged disneyland edition hosted by Tom Bell, along with his team, Nancy Johnson, Tony Spatel, Michael Bowling, and Mary Jo mulatto Uh That show is available every Thursday on iTunes, and you can also listen to it from disunplugged.com. And, and uh, I
1: actually have uh, what's coming up next week. Yeah, because nobody
0: uh, sent it to me. Yeah, so. well,
1: uh, like you were saying. No, I I just, put, I'm just hosting now. I, you know? I put together the script, and I forgot to. Uh, this came in last minute, so I forgot to uh, put it in. Uh, this, so week, I'm, I'm glad I, I pointed out to everybody that you do this stuff now, <laughs> so they can also
0: see your failures. <laughs> uh,
1: uh, Tom has sent me this in this uh, week's Disneyland show. Dizzer Lisa Kramer returns with a trip report from her Disneyland vacation, and popular Disney artist Dave Avanzino talks about some new pieces he's created for the steampunk Exhibit opening this weekend at the Disney Gallery. So that sounds that sounds really cool. Is this dog in my
0: house? <laughs> it sounds like it. Usually not that loud. Yeah. But okay. Well, dis unplug Disneyland show Thursdays. <laughs> listen, <laughs> especially Dave Evansino's on my favorite Disney artist, yeah. Dave Evansino. So definitely listen for that. Um, also, want to make sure we plug the upcoming dis meets uh, to raise money. For Give Kids the World, we have the North Texas meet, uh, the Fort Worth area, uh, March 22nd. The New Jersey meet, April 25th through the 27th. The uh, Harrisburg-Hershey Park, uh, Pennsylvania meet, June 13th through the 15th. The Nova Scotia meet, August 8th through the 10th of 2014. The Indianapolis meet, September 6th, 2014. The venerable New England meet, October 3rd through the 5th. And uh, sometime in October also... Uh, looks like there'll be one in Arizona. So we have a really nice slate of, uh, and there's also uh, Delaware uh, in sometime in November. They in November. Yeah, yeah. That never seems to get added to my script. Dustin has something against the Delaware people. I don't know what it is. Just blaming him. Okay. okay. That's why I wanted to make sure I pointed this stuff out. Um, Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm here for you.
1: Yeah,
0: I'm here for you. Um, excited about those meets. Um, very excited about those meets. So, uh, many of us will be attending and doing a live show from those meets, so if you want to come meet the team and watch a show in person, that's a great way to do it and a great way to raise money for a really worthy cause, Give Kids the World. Uh, links to all that information and details on on those meets, disunplug.com, just check out our show notes page, and we'll have links to all that stuff where you can find all that great information. Mm-hmm. Pardon. Mm. Um, anything else in housekeeping?
2: No. Really? Don't think so. Mm-mm.
0: Well, Johnny and Kevin are in here. I want to make sure I mention that. Johnny and Kevin are not here this week. They are out in California doing the uh, one of our exclusive Adventures by Disney backstage magic trips. And so evidently,
3: they're getting caviar from vending
0: machines. They're getting caviar they from They tweeted vending. that
3: this morning. So.
0: That sounds safe. That sounds, yeah. that sounds very <laughs> Los Angeles, It's riddled
3: with salmonella. <laughs>
0: You know, that sounds like something you find in, in Los Angeles. So, you know. Yeah. but All right, then. If there's no nothing for housekeeping, we'll turn it over to Sean Apu with the news.
3: All right. Lots of pressure. Okay. So uh, 3,500 new jobs have been announced for Universal Orlando. Universal Orlando will be hiring 3,500 workers for their new Cabana Bay Beach Resort, as well as the expansion at CityWalk. Expansions at CityWalk, Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Uh, the new jobs were announced at a press conference on Friday, February 14th, with Florida Governor Rick Scott, Orlando Mayor Buddy Dyer, and Universal officials in attendance.
0: Wow, well, oh. that's, a, that's a hell of a dais.
3: Well, everyone kept making Voldemort jokes because <laughs> Rick Scott. Scott looks like Voldemort. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it does. Um, Governor Scott said, 3,500 new jobs, 3,500 families now that can live their dream. I would like to thank Making
0: of, minimum wage. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Governor of Scott. Working
3: at a 60s retro resort. I would like to thank everyone for doing this. I'd like to thank everyone in the tourism industry for all their hard work creating unbelievable experiences for the whole world to come visit. Scott spoke about Florida's recent increase in tourism numbers. Uh, 2013 saw a new record of 94.7 million visitors to the state, up wow. 3.5% from the year before. Scott wants to give $100 million to visit Florida, the state's official tourism marketing corporation, to use in promoting the state to tourists. Okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> I am not going to say anything. Say it. No, 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 no. So you can take it away from the handicap. That's why. That's why. Because the first thing this man did when he came into office was cut social services to the neediest of our state's citizens. That was the first thing he did. But let's hand $100 million to visit Florida for that. You know, look, I'm all for promoting tourism. But when the stuff hits the fan and we got to start making decisions about where the money needs to be spent... I think ignoring and cutting off the least among us is probably the most heartless thing that we can do. And that was the first thing this man did when he came into office. And I am really excited to see him get voted out of office next year. Um, and then of course we've got Buddy Dyer. And we all know how I feel about <laughs> that idiot. But okay, sorry. Am I right, Corey? Oh no, we—it's a, it's a big
4: thing in the Down Syndrome Association uh, community too. We had to, we went and we wrote letters, we we did a we did a whole big campaign on it to, to make our voices heard and shame.
0: fell on deaf ears mm-hmm. fell on deaf ears so yeah,
4: yeah. okay but 3500 jobs that's also awesome. 35 jobs
0: <laughs> look yeah. absolutely look the addition of the 3500 jobs to the area is is a great thing and you know I'll joke around about them being minimum wage jobs they're actually better than minimum wage jobs and there's you know uh, especially at universal uh, teresa's husband works for universal and they the benefits are fantastic. They're they're great to work for. Kelvin loves working there. Um, so I I really can't say anything anything bad about that. Then thirty five hundred jobs at thirty five hundred jobs, and I'm glad to see it. I'm glad to and see it. And It's also
2: good to see that there's a lot of people coming to Florida. I mean that's always a good thing. The
0: tourism is up. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and you know that's always a good thing. Especially ninety five
4: million people. It's a lot.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, these aren't only entry level jobs, are they?
4: there no. was some management level. it's mixed uh, yeah. No, it's mixed, like, yeah.
0: and even the entry level jobs are not are not base minimum wage. They're yeah. they're better than minimum wage. So, that's an unfair characterization, but still, it's you know, the living their dreams part. Mm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, get, you get a little. That gets a little little dicey. That's a little hyperbolic, but um, know. no, it is a dream.
2: It is. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, I don't think that's what he meant, though. Oh. That It was like living their dream because they love theme parks and they want to work in a theme park. It's it's in terms of, you know, being able to support a family. And, oh, um, that's the dream. You know, well, I mean, I, th- I would assume that would be what he meant, live their dream, um, is that, you know, it's 3,500 new jobs. So these people have a job they can live their dream, not necessarily that they're working at, at Universal and living their dream. But, you know, we all know that, you know, most of those jobs are not enough uh, to support a family on. Or not. Um not oh. so that's that's where I take that's where I, I make that comment but not uh, not from the standpoint no if you love I mean like for you and for Sean and for Dustin and for Corey who all worked at Disney slash Universal at some point in their lives um, that absolutely was uh, living a dream for you guys and that's actually what we're talking about in our <coughs> segment this week mm-hmm. working for Walt Disney World and what that was like and uh, I gotta lower the brightness on my, my screen here I'm getting glare Um <coughs> <laughs> But, uh, you know, I, th- I don't think that's what the governor was was referencing personally. But yeah.
3: All
5: right. I don't know. I don't trust people with two first names. So. <laughs> Craig Williams.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Corey
0: Martin. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Martin Corey. Yeah, Martin. It works, doesn't it? Sean Tom. That so.
3: works. Whirling Kathy. Shaun. Sha'oon. <laughs> Sha'un. That is my new name on Google Plus. For the next two years, I have to live with Sha'un. 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 Oh, I messed up. I I was trying to get my vanity Google Plus profile URL, um, and... They only let me add characters to the end of my last name, Thompson. So I found this trick that if you go and edit your name, you can add your like middle initial into the center of it. So I changed my first name to SHA, my last name to <laughs> UN, <laughs> and then I could put the J Thompson after the URL. But they only let you change your name three times in two years. So I'm, I have to be Sha Oon for two years. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and check it out when he comments on YouTube. You'll see that too. Yeah. Oh, and so Sha'un. I wrote this, this rant email to Google Plus support. No response. So Sha-un. <laughs> I think they're all
0: laughing. They're reading that email. I'm sure they're cracking are. up laughing. <laughs> <It's> so embarrassing.
3: <laughs> but at least I have my URL that I want. Yeah.
0: Sha'un. Yes. Just well, guess what? That's how you're being introduced from now on. I want his lower third change. Okay, you got it. Sha'un. Capital
3: S H A, space, lowercase un. <laughs>
0: Oh, well. Sha'un. I'll live with it. Mm. Oh, that's funny. All right. All right.
3: More news. More news. All right, our second story. The Muppets' John Henson passes away at age 48. John Henson, the son of Muppets creator Jim Henson, passed away suddenly on Friday, February 14th. Henson, who was 48, had a heart attack at his home in Sagerties, New York. He followed his father's puppeteering career and was the puppeteer for Sweetums, the ogre from 1996 to 2005. One of his performances was playing Sweetums for the video portion of Muppet Vision 3D at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Uh, The Henson Company released a statement saying, It is with great sadness that we confirm that John Henson, son of Jim and Jane Henson, and brother to Lisa, Cheryl, Brian, and Heather, died at age 48 of a sudden massive heart attack on Friday, February 14th, while at home with his daughter. John served as a shareholder and a board member of the jim henson company he leaves two daughters katrina 15 and sydney 10 and his wife go
5: ahead
3: His wife, (laughs) i apologize for mispronouncing
0: that a private service is being planned that's a shame it is very sad yeah especially young so uh, young 48 i mean that you know it's a little scary actually when you're when you're there mm-hmm. <laughs> and you start, you know, hearing stories like that. So every time I hear about a massive heart attack, I think of Bob because it just happens just like that. Yeah. that's No warning. And such a shame, such a shame. So our thoughts go out to his family and, uh, the folks at the Henson studios. We've had a chance to visit there a number of times with, uh, the backstage magic tour with adventures by Disney. And, uh, that's the only way you get to go on that tour is with adventures by Disney because the studio is not open to the public. And you really kind of get a feel for that that place and what went into it. And it's such old, a cool place. It's yeah, the it old is. Charlie Chaplin studios. His footprints are in the
4: concrete. Yeah, yeah. So our kids watch Sid's, the, Sid the the Science Kid. Remember we saw yeah. the demonstration? Yeah. It's so funny to see it. You know, now that they're watching it, to know how it's done. Yeah, it was really neat. Yeah. So, all right, all right. So our last news story: a
3: uh, fire on the roof of Little Mermaid attraction at Walt Disney World. The journey of the Little Mermaid at Walt Disney World's Magic Kingdom closed briefly on Thursday night for a small fire on the roof. According to Reedy Creek Fire, sparks from the fireworks landed on foliage on the roof and caught it on fire. Witnesses say that the fire spread to the rock work, but crews were able to put it out with a fire extinguisher. There were no injuries, and the ride was quickly re- reopened.
1: Yeah, um, uh, Nikki Mancini, or Nikki Bell, on the boards was actually in town while this happened. She was in the Magic Kingdom when this happened, and, um... Uh, like you said, the fireworks sparked sparked a fire on top of it, and uh, later that night they were able to open the ride, even though it, you know it had caught on fire. Like not not just a small like electrical fire or anything. I mean, the roof was on fire.
3: The roof. <laughs> but they
1: put, they put that with fire extinguishers. <laughs> sure. Should we down.
0: should we be doing this <laughs> while you say that? Um,
2: Apparently, there was supposed to be fire um, sprinklers up there that weren't working. Oh. So
0: scandalous
1: that's not good
2: well that's all went if you ever noticed when fireworks are happening there's a lot of buildings that do have sprinklers on top of them so they don't catch on fire and i guess nobody checked this one or i I just wonder
0: if i'm I'm surprised by that makes the
3: imagineers nervous now that the mine train is pretty much all going to be this like the cover of the mountains is just going to be grass and fake trees and that's closer technically to to the, the the
1: firing location so
2: well, it depends where they're setting them because some of the fireworks come from back in the sure, woods. Sure, sure. So
1: and it depends on how the wind is blowing.
2: Yeah, yeah there's right. a
0: lot of factors mm-hmm. that go into, into you know when when and if they'll launch the fireworks, and I, certainly that's one of them.
1: I'm sure that has been a precaution for them having some sort of flame uh, resistant, oh, uh, sure roof <laughs> for a thatched roof kind of thing. You know, I'm sure it's a. Precaution they're taking. Have there been any pictures from it? Oh, there's a video on YouTube. Oh, I didn't see it. There's always a video
3: on
5: YouTube. (laughs) I should have. (laughs) Anything happens. And it was a big flame, too. It wasn't like
3: a. That's what I was wondering. Really? I mean, so it was like. Oh, it was probably a good foot and a half. Like, you saw the flames.
5: Yeah. Wow. We'll link to the video in the show notes so everyone can see. Was it like a condensed area or was it starting to spread?
3: No, it was condensed. It wasn't like a huge wildfire,
0: but. Yeah. Yeah. Fire's a fire. That is true. Yeah, yeah like crocheted on a pillow. But obviously, it could not have been it could not have been that serious if we uh, no, they I were able to open the ride again. Yeah. I think
3: that they had started evacuation, but then by the time they had gotten the fire out, it was safe, so they let everyone back in.
0: Yeah. Well. All right. Well, that will do it for the news, mm-hmm. Sean. We're going to move on to rapid fire, and we will start with Sean.
3: Oh, good. More talking. Uh, <laughs>
0: so mine is
3: about uh, the Joffrey's coffee blends for Disney parks are now available online. Um, so Joffrey's, they started um, serving coffee in the parks probably about a year ago.
0: Is that really their tagline? Taste our passion?
3: Yeah, I guess it <laughs> is. Wow.
0: Mm-hmm. Interesting. Oh. All
3: right. Well, so they have different blends for different parts of um the parks and actually like different restaurants here at uh, Walt Disney World so they have like an Artist Point one Carthay Circle out in California Adventure there's a Boma and a Jico blend a Flying Fish has a blend and then there's also like a French Bistro one um, that is catered for Monsieur Paul and also Chefs de France so you can order them online and they're about 14 to 16 dollars a pound and you can order them ground or whole bean so you can have them ordered
4: so no K-cups no
0: K-cups shoot yeah yeah too bad But I think this is great. I think it's a really unique thing. Could you imagine if they'd done this with Cafe Valet? <laughs> take, the, take, the, take the memory of your crappy hotel room coffee home with you. I'm glad they that's their tag the yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, But yeah, I think this is a, a really nice
3: gift that you can take home or a souvenir. And, I don't know. I haven't tried any of them yet. I guess you can order them in the restaurants. But Yeah. yeah. Very cool. Um, and I have two small things that kind of just came out in the past day. <clears throat> Um, The dates for the Food and Wine Festival were announced this morning, and it is September 19th through November 10th. They've extended it a whole week this year. Wow. For a total of 53 days, the festival runs.
4: Wow. So that's... It's good they came out with it today, because today is National Drink Wine Day.
3: So it's it's appropriate. Yeah. Of course you would know
4: that. Mm. You know, Julie told me. (laughs) (laughs) Guess what today is? Podcast day.
3: And then the second thing, the menus for the outdoor kitchens for um, Flower and Garden have been released. So we updated that, those on the site yesterday, so we'll have a link to
1: those. What? No, so it's fine. I, that? That's kind of my rapid fire, but sorry. <gasps> well,
3: then never mind. I will wait.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. You can talk about it. I wanted to go into more detail about <laughs> he it. Was just, like, yeah, he was just giving a teaser. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. yeah you can, I just wanted to talk about the Piggy List. I thought topic, you had to go actually. to the bathroom. <laughs> the way he was sitting back there, he's like <laughs> juggling in his seat. And I'm like, oh, he's doing the pee-pee dance. He's, you know, you really should have gone before the show because, you know. The cameras aren't going to switch themselves, but okay. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Sean. Of course.
5: <laughs> Gregory. Yeah. So, uh, if watching 40 minute long movies about vinyl nations is your type of thing, uh, right now you can watch blank a vinyl nation love story on the Google play store, um, for free until the 23rd of February. um, it, there was a premiere at Hollywood Studios last week for the movie. It was a Disney Parks blog meetup, and you've been able to watch it on Google Play for a while now. Um, what the hell is it? It's Okay, so they came up with this idea, uh, Disney Interactive did, and they took vinyl mations that were blank, and they created this little love story out of it where a vinyl wants to get painted, uh, but he never ends up getting painted, and then he falls in love with another vinyl. It, there's no talking it's a silent film it's all done in stop motion i tried to watch it i couldn't make it through about more than three minutes so it's basically unwatchable um, no but it's not unwatchable it's it's not unwatchable i'm sure for people who are into that sort of thing it is definitely going to be their thing uh for me i just i couldn't so it's
0: make it it's porn in other words
3: yeah,
5: exactly. Okay. I actually um, think it's
3: really creative and it reminded me kind of of Wally because it's these like little characters that yeah. are inanimate but they have personalities and they're, they're moving around and it's kind of a
5: cute story. It's way too long, I think. It's 40 yeah. minutes. So, well, well, like we talked about, it was supposed to originally be a web series, um, you know, smaller episodes mm-hmm. and put all together. But at D23, they showed a little extended clip of it that was around nine minutes and people loved it. So, <laughs> so they decided to the make it one big long vinylmation love story, and uh, I mean, it's it's more cool on an aspect that this is the second thing that Disney Interactive has done in relation to the Disney parks because Disney Interactive is also behind the it's a Small World animated series that is on YouTube. That's kind of like a creepy door the explorer type. <laughs> Learn about other countries and languages and stuff. I mean, I, I watched them all, but yeah, Disney Interactive is starting to do movies based on stuff that's in the theme parks. I thought Disney so Interactive about
1: pins. I thought yeah. Disney Interactive was their video game. Or it,
5: well, yeah, but then they've also been changing everything that's been happening with Disney Interactive and cutting jobs and kind of changing the whole landscape. Disney of it, Interactive so. is actually the overarching thing. They actually do the apps too. Oh so okay. they do uh, Disney animated the
3: iPad app that was really popular.
0: So yeah. they do a whole well they stuff. had to diversify them because as a video game company they were losing money hand with yeah. fist. So But it's it's interesting. I mean
5: it's worth a free download if you can make it through the forty minutes.
2: And if you went to the premiere you, it, you, you got minutes, minutes. you got free vinyl masons. Yeah.
5: And they're selling them at D Street now, the the blank and bow vinyls. I don't know who would want them. They're just Blank.
3: Blank. (laughs) They're
5: they're blank. They're plain white vinyls with a ribbon and a a bow tie. Yeah.
2: I know the bigger blank one a lot of people use for autographs, but these are small, so I don't know what you'd use them for.
3: I know a lot of people buy the big ones, and then they Um, um, do custom Vinylmation,
0: so they'll I'm not allowed to answer that without getting an explicit rating on our show,
2: so...
0: (laughs) (coughs) Look, the Vinylmation, I just... I I bought what I needed to To decorate the studio Um, I thought this was going to Set off some obsession And lo and behold It didn't So Just can't get into it Sorry I I had a mission To to collect like all the
4: Donald's And everything that Pertained to me There was like a football one A Mardi Gras one Once Once I collected all those I'm pretty much done But there's always a new Donald, So I'm still going
2: They don't seem Hmm. to be I mean you don't see people Lining up in the store To get vinyl mations Like you did with pins but it seems like both of them are sort of
5: on release days it maybe it can get pretty crazy um but i, I think if you're ever and if you ever like trading vinyls or even just buying them, the best thing to do is go to the Disney store outlet whenever they're on sale for like a third to a yeah. quarter of the price like they have the big vinyls that cost seventy five dollars there for only like twenty so but that's that's the only way I can do it. I can't afford to uh. Oh. That ladies mean, or that man? <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. What?
0: Eric or people out chat.
5: <laughs> uh, never mind. was getting distracted. Um, Someone was. My mean. bad. Someone said something about the Steelers. But yeah, vinyls. um <laughs> <laughs> Vinyl nation. That's it. Oh, the chatterati. The chatterati That's... is. uh And I apologize. Antagonizing Craig. Yeah, I apologize for. Calling you a, a she, Eric. <laughs> I saw Aaron right above you. and No, you're not. No, that My was intentional. <laughs> All
0: right. Well, thank you. Uh, thank you, Craig. Uh, Mrs. Worling.
2: We have new breaking news, new resort mugs. And got a picture up there on the screen. Um, they're starting to come into the different resorts as they run out of the current stock. I'm not real impressed with the picture because as everybody says it looks like Donald's behind bars. What is the theme? I can't really tell? Are they only on the like, on subway? Uh, yeah, they're like sitting in a car or a tram or something, but um, I'm not impressed. But they have the chip in them. It's like last year's mugs. They're 8.99 if you want one day, 11.99 for two days, 14.99 for three days, or 1799 for the length of your stay.
4: Well, and they still come with a different color tops? There's four. Yeah, right there's now, four.
2: Think. Red, blue, yellow, and purple.
0: I don't... It's a, they just look so generic. Yeah. You know, yeah, they, they just are. look generic.
2: And after last year's thing, when I went to take my mug back the second time and they went, there's no discount or whatever, it's like, okay, now you've... I don't do resort mugs anymore. It's just as easy for me to go buy some coke or pepsi and drink it that way instead of using their mugs yeah so but people are excited there's new mugs
0: it's always a big deal whenever Mm -hmm. the i think one of the biggest blog posts of last year was the one you put up when the new ones came out
2: Mm -hmm. Um, so there's a blog with pictures and pricing and they have big signs in the food court of where to go to get your mug and if you're on a dining plan this comes with your dining dining plan. plan
0: right and uh, links to that and everything else we talk about on the show, of course, on the show notes page, disunplugged.com. Thank you, You're Kathy. you
4: welcome. Mr. Martin. Mickey's Jam and Jungle Parade at Disney's Animal Kingdom will be ending in June. The exact date hasn't been announced, but a Disney spokeswoman said that the construction on Avatar Land will soon impede the parade path and viewing areas for the guests. The parade's been around since October 2001 and showcases Mickey, Minnie, Donald, and Goofy in their safari costumes as they per- participate in a larger-than-life tribute to their animal friends.
0: And, you know, I have never seen this parade. Really? Really? I have never seen this parade. Now, the reason. I have to get over and see it then before it. It's fun. It's fun. I-
1: I don't particularly care for the Christmas version of it, but the regular version is is awesome. Now, jingle, jungle, yeah, because yeah. they just say jingle, jingle, jingle instead of jungle the whole time. They just replace anytime it's the word jingle, they replace or jungle, they replace it with jingle, and it's like you couldn't write a new song. I, <laughs> I, ridiculous. <laughs> I do like how they feature a family. There's a
4: family yes. of the yeah. day. I think that's cool. It, there was uh, a
2: number of families. I think. Yeah,
4: it's basically every big
5: float they put a different family on and. They, they look awkward all the time. They don't know yeah. if they're
4: supposed to wave or
2: are
5: they waving too much. <laughs> but it's fun. Or... That's a
4: nice memory for them.
2: I know when we did one of the, the fams a couple of years ago, as part of the fam, we got to go backstage and see the, the floats and you got to see all the details that were in it. So it's going to be a shame that it's going away. I would hope Disney would put something small in its place, but I sort of doubt that's not going to happen. Now,
4: I'm wondering, how is Avatar Land going to affect this? I looked at the whole... The whole uh, map and unless they do a huge scrim
1: right there or I mean they're not they can't block that path off it's uh the way Animal Kingdom is set up you have two basic uh backstage areas uh one is behind Camp Mini Mickey in Africa on that side of the park the other is behind Asia the parade float house uh housing is back there behind um the Africa gate and Camp Mini Mickey and oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, and, and so is the, you know their cast cafeteria and all their you know cast member services are back there. So as they're expanding, uh, their parade staging area um, is going to be blocked off. So so it's uh, not
4: to guest demand.
1: R- right. Exactly. This the way you're describing it. It sounds actually legitimate that th- they can't access the parade anymore, and they're going to have to figure out a way to stage it differently.
2: Okay, the skeptical side of me says if they really wanted to have a parade there, they would have found a way to do something. Isn't this sort of like their excuse to get rid of the parade?
3: Where there's a parade, there's a way. <laughs> <I guess>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you
1: know what I mean? Oh, Lord.
2: <laughs> it just seems a little strange that all the parades are going away, except Magic Kingdom. Yeah.
5: I, I don't really mind that the parade's know. going away, but... I hope they try to find something once Christmas season comes back around. right? Because I mean, if they don't have it. that parade, all of a sudden Animal Kingdom has nothing to offer for the holidays.
2: Exactly. Um, but I said, you know, it's things um, like that. The parades, uh, they just took away push. The Candy Lady in Epcot's gone. The ZD Sisters are gone. It's like all those little things that at least for me helped distinguish it or make it better than just... An amusement okay. park. Well, you know,
0: it's also possible that they're pulling some of these things back to replace it with something new.
2: Well, um, that's what I'm hoping. You know, yes. so
0: you know, who
5: were the ZD sisters? The ladies that wear red and yeah. the red ladies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, because they were definitely there the last time I was at Epcot just a couple of days ago.
2: Hmm. Well, they, they, were, they were dancing. To be done. The report
5: the, was that they were supposed to be done a couple weeks ago. Yeah, they were. They were definitely dancing up on the steps where Corey likes to let Ferris and Finley yeah. run around. So. Hmm. Yeah. unless some guests are just wearing wearing red, red. And <laughs> it's, and, it's just it's and, part of their yeah. drink, drink around the world it was costumes. Corey it was Corey <laughs> <and> the kids <laughs> in the red yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all
0: right thank you for that Corey uh, Mr. West yeah
1: I have um, as we discussed earlier with Sean um, there's some uh, new information that's being um, brought out about you know, the outdoor kitchens at the International Flower and Garden Festival. Uh, We also have a lot of information on not only the menus, but the different topiaries that are uh, being expected. Um, one of the one of the new uh, restaurants or outdoor kitchens, I'm sorry, is Urban Eats, which is a sustainably farmed food, much of which will be grown in the Land Pavilion, and the menu will include land-grown eggplant scallop with romesco sauce, ghost pepper-dusted tilapia, uh, winter melon salad, mango chutney, vegan red and white wines, and gluten-free beer. So if you you know if you like gluten-free and vegan stuff, uh, that's one of the options options but um, we'll have this link on our show notes uh, to I mean it's just a huge amount of information about the upcoming um, uh, flower and garden okay. uh, festival yeah alright the greatest thing is going to be the piggy
3: bacon cupcake <laughs> with maple frosting and a pretzel crunch say mm. that again <laughs> piggy-licious bacon cupcake with maple frosting and a pretzel crunch. Oh my god! Which,
2: which kitchen is going to have that? Do you know?
3: That's the American, the smokehouse. Oh, okay. of course, it's going to be there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's a one-stop shop:
0: beer, barbecue, and cupcakes. That works. Yeah. Heart attack! Heart attack in a cupcake tin. <laughs> bacon cupcakes. We will. We'll make anything out of bacon.
1: I, I am good. super excited about how. How they're taking what they did with uh, Flower and Garden last year, and they're expanding and running with it with the outdoor kitchens, yeah, and and this food and wine experience in the Flower and Garden. It's
0: brilliant. It was Tomorrow. brilliant. It was brilliant. And you know what they well they borrowed a page out of the uh, Food and Wine Festival's playbook with that. They did it differently. They didn't. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like food and what.
2: Nothing. Uh, something's happening nothing. in chat.
0: <laughs> um, uh, you know uh, they. Uh, uh, they, they they did they did it differently. They they made it really kind of fit really well with uh, uh, flower and garden. So,
1: well, because you know before, other than view the flowers and go to the shops and, and, and stuff and the seminars, I don't I don't I never really got much out of flower and garden. Other than at this time of year, it's really pretty. You know that for me. I mean, if you were really into that stuff,
0: you could. Yeah, the no, flower and garden yeah. was getting boring. Because it was the same topiaries. It was the same stuff. Well,
2: they also took a lot – I look at it a little bit different. That it's, I'm glad they're bringing the outdoor kitchens to this. But over the years, what they did flower-wise, display-wise, they've taken a lot of that away. And now they've sort of blended the, the two things together so that it's like you're strolling a park and you're enjoying some flowers and some food where before it was more emphasis on the flowers. so they've sort of fixed the problem that they had well, right
5: and now it's just a big cross-promotion with whatever movie that's why there's going to be all the muppets stuff this oh, yeah. year because muppets most wanted
0: comes out march but i, I think they've something. done some really cool and creative yeah. things with that too in the they have you know i thought what they did with the uh Oz, the great and powerful mm-hmm. was kind of cool last yep. year and so <clears throat> all right cool. good thank you dustin you're welcome um since we have a little more time than we would normally have, we're going to kind of uh, do both closing segments, so that's okay with you. Um, the, uh, at the top of the show, I mentioned that we were doing a, uh, a poll on the Disunplugged Facebook page, um, and uh, <clears throat> this was uh, inspired by an email we received from one of our listeners, Liz Travis, in Taunton, Massachusetts, and she writes, I have a question about the use of handicapped stalls in bathrooms, is it okay to use the handicap stall if there is a line waiting to use the bathroom, and the handicap stall comes open? There is, uh, and there are no visible handicap people in line. Uh, is it okay? Uh, I was in line last week, and the woman in front of me did not want to use that stall, so I did not want to either. So it made me think, um, and I thought that's a you know it's a really good uh, really good question and it made me think of a uh, if if any of you are fans of the show Curb Your Enthusiasm uh, with Larry David um, he did a bit on this which I always thought was really funny Um, and uh, we're actually going to put a a link to that in the show notes page this week if you want to see that video because there's a compilation of that video on YouTube and so uh, head out to disunplugged.com and uh, check that out because it it is funny and one of the questions I put in the, uh, in, in the poll was, uh, you know, kind of taken from, was inspired by yeah. the Curb Your Enthusiasm, uh, and a couple of our, our listeners, uh, picked up on that, picked up on that right away. Um, so the, the question that we asked on Facebook, is it okay to use a handicapped stall or bathroom at Walt Disney World when you're not handicapped? And, uh, we, uh. Have almost 300 results so far. I'm not going to give the, uh, I'm not going to give the numbers. We're going to do that next week. We're also going to draw a prize uh, randomly from the people who participate in the poll, and I think we might even make this a weekly thing that we do every week. We ask a different question because we're not giving away enough prizes. I've been complaining right. about this now for a few months that we're really not. I love that stuff. I love. I've got the Prismatron sitting right here, she's getting a little dusty, and she's getting a little dusty because she just gets used for the for the outro of the show now um, that's it you know I paid God knows how much money for this thing, and I use it the only time it gets used now button. to push one button and play a ten second clip um I mean I can or one I can problem. do one of the things i Oh yeah, you can play quotes. I, I can play some movie quotes. Where
1: would Tina Turner be right now if she rolled it. over and said, "Hit me
0: again, Ike," and was put the stank on it? That's one of my favorites. <laughs> um, but you know, you know, we also have the ability to give away prizes with this thing. So um, we want to kind of revive the Matron, I think. And uh, in this case, I think we're just going to give away a fifty dollars Disney gift card at random to one of our uh, one of the people who respond. To the poll The poll on Facebook you do have to like the Diz Unplugged Facebook page in order to participate in the poll um, but that would be a very very good thing for you to do because there are contests coming there are some things coming on the Diz Unplugged Facebook page that you are absolutely not going to want to miss because the prizes are going to get a lot better like pick something off the shelf behind Pete no <laughs>
4: <Wow>. <laughs> shut up <laughs> People are gonna like that. Stop helping! I want that hat that's laying on those books.
0: <laughs> that's the. That was what they came up with a few weeks ago. Just uh, because could, they could see you could see the glare of my teleprompter in the in the back window. Um, so they just put a hat there, and we haven't done we haven't come up with anything more creative since then. We're too busy um, to be decorated. You know. Now, well, actually, in the next few months, the studio is going to change uh, pretty substantially. Um, we're redoing it, but that's a conversation for another time. Anyway, um, so what we uh, ask people on Facebook, and we're going to ask you guys to, to chime in here, uh, is it okay to use a handicapped bathroom or stall when you're at Walt Disney World, if there's a line or, or even if there's not a line? Um we asked, uh, we, the, the options were, yes, it's okay to use a handicapped bathroom regardless. doesn't matter whether there's a handicapped person waiting or not. If it's an open stall, you can use it. Uh, the other option was, yes, as long as there are no handicapped people waiting for the stall, it's okay to use it. Or, no, it's never okay. You wait. You wait. Which is the Curb Your Enthusiasm reference. Mm. So, Craig. <laughs>
2: Step out on that limb.
1: Let's just put his email up on the screen. Hold on. (laughs) I've got lots of opinions. Well, would you
5: like
0: to share one of them? (laughs) Oh, yeah, sure. Um,
5: (laughs) So, I mean, I've done this before. Not at Disney World, I think. Um, But, you know, if you're at a concert or even at, like, a sporting event where if you go right whenever there's a break and play, like, halftime at a football game... You know, everyone swarms straight to the bathrooms, and it's literally first come, first serve. Doesn't matter who's there. You go to whatever you want. So I, I understand it in that aspect. Um, I guess I see handicap restrooms almost more. It says it's handicap accessible. So that's saying that what they they have that option available, but at the same time, it doesn't say handicapped only. Otherwise, that would be on the door. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would hope that people would be polite enough that if they do see someone, there that they obviously step back and let them go first but if if no one's around why not i guess what do you think sean
3: um i don't know i think it's complicated i think it, all right so we're talking about a, a handicap stall in a bathroom Correct. not this individual handicap the family restrooms not okay. yeah i would not never that. do that but i understand in a situation where you know if it's busy and that's the only one open i guess it's that like you judge it on a base based on the situation, if it's really crowded and you think that there's a possibility that someone might come that would need it, then I probably wouldn't, but I have before i guess I guess in the situation if you use it and then you open the door and someone's waiting there, awkward. I mean, you would just it would be so awkward <laughs> I'd feel the need to apologize profusely like I'm so sorry that I took this stall but I mean
0: I don't yeah. know I guess it's no tough. I think and I think if, if everybody's going to be honest at one point or another, we've all. Yeah. We've all, I mean, I've we've all done it. I've done it. Um, and look, if there's nobody else in the bathroom and, you know, the stall is taken and that's open, yeah, I use it. I use it. I don't know if I'm committing a crime, but every time no. I do, every time I do, I think of that Curb of Enthusiasm <laughs> episode, which you really got to check it out, com. Check out the clip. It is, <clears throat> it's so funny. It's so, it's typical classic Larry David. Um, but Corey, what do you think? I, I'm option two for sure
4: I think uh, we there are sometimes we have to use them with the kids I don't know why but they they put the baby changers in there sometimes yeah Yeah, a lot of times yeah we we try to use the companion restrooms whenever we can but not every restroom or location has a companion we try to use that there are sometimes I have to bring both kids in there and with a stroller so I have to use that. There's no way we can fit in the in the regular. Yeah, I one. think that's a little
0: different. Yeah. Um, I think that's you know that there's a compelling reason. If you have to change a baby and that's the, where they put the changing table, then you have to use it. Yeah. But you know, all things being equal, let's say that's not the case. If, it's just if there was a line and it was just a strictly revolving door, like one in,
4: one out, one in, one out, and that was the one that came open, I'd go in there. I'd yeah. be right out. But I'm not going to go camping in there you know just <laughs> chilling because it's like you know the Cadillac of restrooms setting up the grill. <laughs> uh, stalls so i they are very roomy so if you know i think there's that there's that too if it's if there's this line nobody's going to just leave that open exactly. that just makes the line longer yeah so yeah i would use it absolutely but you know the the question also states that would you use it if somebody was handicapped in the line? Like, if there, if there was somebody in a wheelchair behind me or I see him in a line, or. that no, absolutely oh, not. I mean, that's, absolutely not. Yeah, front but of the it's line. also, you know, front judging line. that, okay, only people in a wheelchair are handicapped. So
0: it's hard to make that judgment. That's true. Yeah. So Well, I mean, you can't poll everybody in line. Yeah. You right. Know, Anybody? Anybody? <laughs> you, you know, you've got to go with what's obvious. If there's yeah. somebody in a wheelchair in the line, absolutely. You know, that person should just go absolutely to the front of the line and use that stall, and that's the end of yep. it. Um, Kathy, what about you?
2: I I pretty much agree with what everybody said here, but I remember Skip last week, Skip Cotter was talking about that there was somebody had gone into the handicapped restroom and he was teaching his son how to wash their hands. And it took him like 10 minutes because he was educating him how to do this. Now, I think if you're in there and you're doing it, and you're going to teach your kid how to wash their hands, take them out to the regular sex.
0: And in, you see, and in Skip's, uh, in, in, especially in, in Skip's case, he has to use the handicap stall. He right. had no other options for him. He is, he is wheelchair bound. He's not able to get out of the wheelchair. Um, and that that's being insensitive. Because if you're not handicapped and you've got to use that stall in and out, okay? Right. This is, you know, in and out. Because... It could be a situation where someone like Skip is waiting to get in, and he has no other alternatives. You can show your kid how to wash his hands at the sink because there are probably sinks other places than just right. the handicap stall.
2: But I agree with Corey that you don't know by looking at people what their handicap is. So somebody who looks to you to be normal may not be and really needs that stall. Or you just—I well, think to we ask. want to be
0: careful with the normal word. But
2: well, you, you know, know what I mean. You just sort of have to judge the situation. Because, I mean, if there's a long line, I would turn and ask somebody. And
0: now I really need everybody to watch this clip, okay? I really need everybody to watch this clip. <laughs> Can't we just post it right now? <laughs> no, I, I don't want to put it on. I don't. I didn't want to broadcast it in the show because it's property oh, of HBO yeah, and, and I don't yeah. have the rights to use that. Um, but it is up on YouTube and, uh, you know, but, yeah, you got to watch it now. <laughs> you really got to watch this clip. And if you can't wait for the show notes, you Google search. Uh, if you're listening live or, or watching live, uh, to Google search of a uh, Larry David uh, handicap stall, um, and it'll come up in YouTube. Really, really funny. But uh, yeah, you gotta watch it, especially now. Dustin,
1: yeah, I think um, I agree with what everybody said, but there's some things that are sticking out to me. Uh, first of all, um, you know she uh, she said in her original question that she didn't want to do it. Because the person in front of her didn't want to do it um, go into a handicapped stall you know <laughs> well that's what she's asking
0: because she, you know I, I think I think it probably is a question for a lot mm-hmm. of people what the etiquette is yeah. with that and I don't really know the answer to that whether it's you know mm-hmm. if, if there is a there's an actual etiquette
1: my, my personal feeling is that I, I would use it if no one if no one was there that uh, uh, needed it uh, you know I'd be quick and I'd be terrified that they'd be waiting for me when mm-hmm. I go out um, the other thing I think that's worth mentioning in this uh, conversation is that we are talking about Disney World and if you go into the men's restrooms at least I mean in some of the larger areas there's just so many stalls in there and then maybe one or two of the handicapped stalls at the at the end of it so it for me it hasn't become a huge problem but if it was necessary yeah I would uh, I would go in there if nobody else was in line that needed it
0: for sure and I'm I'm, I'm cracking up at the absolute the number of uh, just as we're talking about this yeah. like people that are watching live are going over and, and doing this poll
3: I just want to mention something real quick uh, Tom told me that some people are going and liking the uh, fan group and that's great too but just just to mention we're talking about the official dis unplugged page on uh, Facebook right, right. facebook.com slash disunplugged and the, and yeah that's where the polls will be
0: okay so please go check that out um, like our page answer our poll. And next week, we're going to give somebody a $50 Disney gift card uh, just for taking the time to do that. So enjoy that. One um, of the other things that we wanted to talk about this week, uh, Dustin had come across a post on disboards.com, um, what ride would you bring back or create? Posted by Andrea Jawaniak, I believe it's maybe how it's pronounced. Probably. Um, and we thought we'd spend a little time talking about what ride you would bring back. I'll tell you now that, you know, um, although I'm not the, not the guy from last month's uh, Top Ten Threads that was bitter about Horizons, um, I, uh, I, I, would, I would bring back Horizons. I loved Horizons. I was really sad when that ride went away. I would also bring back the original Journey into Imagination. Thank you, the, thank you. Well, the original one I love. Yes. The, this, it's this, it's this uh, uh, atrocity they've put in its place that, that should, be, uh, should be bulldozed. The, th- the only, the only redeeming quality about that. She's ready to, Kathy is ready to come across the table at me.
1: <laughs> the only redeeming quality, I think, of Journey into Imagination right now is the fact that it has Eric Idle in it. And that's a funny
0: portion of it, you know. Yeah, to a degree. It's just the original. The yeah. original. Yeah. Um, that I would bring back I would bring back Skyway to Tomorrowland yeah Uh, I enjoyed that the buckets yeah Yeah. the sky I couldn't ride it if I ever had to ride one of those sky rides I literally I had to sit on the floor I had to sit on the floor it's just that the heights I'm I'm terrible with heights and for Julie I would bring back Mr. Toad's Wild Ride
4: (laughs) you know you knew that was coming
0: yeah yeah what about you Kath
2: Figment I I came that's all you'd bring back um I never saw Horizons. I saw World of Motion once. That's when we first started coming. Um,
0: And I thought, I think Test Track is a much better attraction than World of Motion was, personally.
2: Yeah, Yeah, I I feel, and you know what, I'd probably bring back, like when we first started coming here, um, Interventions, I thought was a really cool place. They had the Sega games and stuff in there, and I've never seen Interventions as busy as it was when that kind of stuff was in there, if they brought it back instead of, it, I, I, I get I the agree. point of what it was supposed to be, but if they took it back to that, I think.
0: I think you're absolutely right. I think in those days, interventions had an energy to it that mm-hmm. it does not have anymore. It's no. a, to me, it's a graveyard now.
2: It's a place to go hang out where it's cool.
0: Yeah, and whereas I, I remember when they uh, when they had when Sega had the big uh, the big display there where they had like 50 Sega Genesis's if that's how you pronounce it. Genesis. Genesi. Genesi set up and you could play them and they had different arcade games you could play and stuff like that. That was really cool and there was just a lot of cool stuff mm-hmm. in interventions. Now it's like fifth grade science fair. Right. And on then, steroids. then there's
1: one little corner in the back where they have some video games from di- the different systems yeah. that you know, no one can find because it's and I just Way think, when you
0: have all that space, mm-hmm. you have all that space in a theme park like that. Why don't you? you you've got to be able to come up with something better because, and it, you
2: know, there must be a company out there that would love to sponsor something like that in interventions. It doesn't have to all just be Disney,
0: right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can imagine if a company like Intel
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, sponsored interventions and you know new technology and showcasing current technology and different things. I think that could be that could be really cool, but. Um, yeah make it interactive the games and stuff like that I think absolutely uh Craig, what would you bring back or create
5: uh I'll, I'll do three in a bonus um, <laughs> my My first would be uh the original test track just because that was the ride that I got to work at when I worked for Disney and I got to put my name in hidden locations in the ride that are now covered up with black and all the other stuff they put in the neutron track or test track blah blah blah. Um, well said, but, that was the bonus. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> that was the um, bonus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then alien encounter, um, George Lucas and Disney working together at their finest. So
0: scary, so good. Uh, but Michael Eisner hated that ride. Yeah, well, hated that attraction. was he scared of it? No, he th- didn't think it was good enough. It didn't have enough Bette Midler. <laughs> he put Bette Midler in everything. <laughs> <laughs> didn't have enough Bette
5: <laughs> Midler. Um, number three, Cranium Command. Uh, oh, yeah, that yeah. was great. Yeah. All that the was... classic SNL stars in that uh, Hans and Franz being the, the heartbeat and yeah. pumping mm-hmm. it up. Just it, it was such a cheesy bit.
0: Cool well, things. I think I bring back from you know, my childhood. Bring back Wonders of Life Pavilion in general. Yes, Make exactly. It, you know, not the. That's another graveyard. You talk mm-hmm. about wasted space at Epcot, you know, interventions uh, and Wonders of Life.
5: Yeah. And then uh, for Create, I wish they, uh, instead of doing the Haunted Mansion holiday overlay at Disneyland, um, originally they were supposed to do a whole dark ride with Nightmare Before Christmas. But mm. Tim Burton didn't want it originally, so the rumor goes. So that's why they just came up with the overlay during the season. But it, a, a nice um, Nightmare Before Christmas ride would. That would be awesome. That would Great idea. That would hold me over for a couple of days. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Dustin, what about you?
1: Yeah, I, I'm sitting here thinking, and uh, the first thing that comes to my mind is I would like to see – um, the original backlot tour uh, be in place where they had, oh yeah, where they had residential street. Residential street. They also had you, the the walkthrough portion where you would mm-hmm. go through the sound stages and see the you know Mickey Mouse Club stuff. You would go into the uh, prop warehouse and the uh, there was one portion where you rode on the the honeybee from uh, Honey I Shrunk the Kids. I, yeah. did, I did that when I was when I was younger. That did was you really?
4: I was on the wing.
2: <laughs> Is that? Because every time we go back, I try to remind my kids about that. Is that soundstage being used for something now, or is that just backstage? Do you from know?
1: what I understand, the one that, the, the prop warehouse, the, not the prop warehouse, that's still there. Um, I forget what it was. It's like the creature, the creature right, warehouse. Yeah. Um, yes. I'm, from what I understand, it's still there. From what I understand, that, that bumblebee or honeybee is still there. Oh, wow. Um, but... I think they've been gutting things out um, because they also use that sound soundstage uh, as a place where they test like ride vehicles and attractions and oh, stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. So um, that's a multi-use space. But those, from what I understand, those things still exist. Yeah.
4: That
2: was a cool tour. I like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. There's one more that I, I know that my
4: kids would absolutely love and I would love to see them see it would be Mickey and Minnie's house. They were too young oh, to, yeah, really, to yeah. really experience it, but they would absolutely enjoy that right now. So we have to go to Disneyland for that. Yeah, <laughs> it's well. a shame though that you know.
5: Oh, it's a shame that they have to go to Disneyland. No,
4: that they they removed <laughs> that they removed it.
5: Yeah,
0: they would enjoy that. Anything that we missed? Anything that... Yeah, uh, I want to go.
4: Um, <laughs> go. Oh, that's right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sean?
3: Um, Sha'uns. So I also have three and a bonus, and the bonus is like the, the real one for me. Um, Skyway, I would go with um, for one of my three. Definitely kind of like the swan boats. I never got to experience that. Before. No, none did I. Okay. Uh, before my time. Um, and then I'd also say like the canoes and the keelboats in Frontierland, because those...
0: Always look so cool to me. Because they still do those out in Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
3: And even the keelboats, they're just these small boats that you got to go on and kind of go through the water and stuff like that. Um, and then my real one, Dustin kind of mentioned,
1: the Golden Girls, Girls house.
3: house. Yeah, I that. <laughs> that is, that's the real answer.
0: <laughs> I, yeah. I never um, got to see it. So. And Empty Nest as well. Yeah, You know, they had the Empty Nest. Yeah, I didn't care like so was, much about that one. Oh, I well. it just, I wanted, uh, I, I was really upset when they tore down
2: But do you remember what the, the Golden Osborne Girls lights house. were like back then? Yeah. And it was like, you had to walk through, and I'm like, geez, if anything happens, there's going to be a stampede, and there's going to be people laying on the ground. Did, it was cold, but it was scary at the same time.
0: I thought, but having Residential Street oh,
2: done up like that awesome. was... Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Didn't Kevin reference that as like the shuffle of despair or something <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. like that?
0: <laughs> and for those who aren't familiar with it, uh, Residential Street was a backlot area at, uh, at what was then uh, Disney MGM Studios. Where they would, uh, you know, they had the facades of all these different homes that they would use in shooting television shows and and movies. And one of the homes that was there was the facade for the Golden Girls house and the empty nest house. And um, I think uh, the house that was used in the movie Tin Men was there. There was an
1: Alice in Wonderland uh, Disney Channel TV show that had that. There's a couple uh, Disney Channel shows that did they play
2: the
0: music um, as you walked by. Oh, yeah. The music would be going from the show. No, 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 no! I'm saying Christmas music, but no, no, they would be Uh-oh, playing. Okay. But the
2: tram, tram like used to go down tram. in front of the houses. Do oh, okay. you remember the tram? Right. The tram going downwards. That was, down
0: the was the part industry. of the tram would they, would
3: tour. They play the TV theme song?
0: Unfortunately, not.
3: Oh man! Some thank you for team. being a friend.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, all right. Well, that's uh, that's pretty good. I think we had some good discussion from that. Got us to the hour, which is what I was trying to do. <laughs>
1: um,
0: that will do it for this part of our show. If you're watching us live, uh, stay tuned. We're going to be talking about what it's like to be a Disney cast member coming up. So thanks for being with us, everybody. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with you again next time with another edition of The Diz Unplugged. Always remember, folks, stay out of the damn lakes. And answer our poll on Facebook.